Welcome to the Joyride Podcast. John is my name. And Ian. How are you, Ian, in this beautiful, sunny April day? Uh, I'm fine, I suppose. I'm over. Are you still avoiding all news? Well, not yeah, avoiding but... news, but just not following Yeah, but I, am, I, haven't watched, I haven't watched the news for weeks, no. months, this year. Um, I, get, I still get notifications on my phone, you know, and... Um, you know, I hear about Swella Bravo. I'm going to be on the news this morning talking about Rwanda, and I just, I just don't care. I, I just, no. I can't. I just no. because, like, you know, we had a few weeks ago the mini the budget and everything was going to be great because we're freezing the energy prices. But the freezing the energy prices. I mean, I always come back to this. Like, I'm still going to be paying four hundred odd pounds a month for my energy next winter without the sixty odd pounds, you know, bumper that we were getting from the government. So it's going to be even more expensive. But no, no, one, no one's talking about that. They're just talking about how they can uh, put refugees to Rwanda and how much that's going to cost. And it's like, are, are folk down south really that? I mean, oh, clearly they are, because that's why I kind of gave up on the news, because it was a lot of stuff about the small boats. But are people really seeing the small boats as a bigger issue than the fact that everybody's paying three, four, five hundred pounds on the gas just every month? Um, I don't, to be honest, I don't really think so. I mean, obviously I live down here and um, I've, I mean, maybe it's some circles I I, I move in, um, probably. Uh, the the liberal elite of the time yeah, I, yeah. I live amongst. In, in, Tofu eating, garden eating, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In, in, in Oldham, an incredibly working class and poor town. Um, but I don't really get the sense that there is. I think it's it's one of those things that if you ask people, if you ask somebody, even if you ask me, for example, and you said, do you think it's right that these people are coming across in small boats? My answer would be no as well. My answer would be no, it's not. They should not be coming across in small boats. That's not the right way to do things. Um, But if they were to then ask me the follow-up question of, well, what can we do about it? Then I would say, well, let's open up legal routes so that people can come here legally. Um, And let's allow asylum seekers to work so that, you know, they, they... that they can actually do something to contribute to society. But in opinion polls, they don't ask you the, um, no, the qualitative exactly. question. No, no. They just ask you the quantitative one. And it's therefore very easy to get an opinion poll which says 74% of people say that small boats are wrong and something needs to be done. <laughs> no. You know? I didn't watch, watch Laura Kuntzberg this morning. I mean, I can't, I find it very hard. The only time I watched it was when, um, what's his name, was on Joe Thingy. Joe Lyson. I think that's the only time I've ever actually watched mm. um, Laura Kunzberg because I'd heard about Joe Lyson being a bit funny towards uh, Liz Trust. But I know that there will be a 10, 15, 20 minute interview with Swella Bravo this morning and all they'll have talked about is Rwanda and immigration. Yeah. And at no point, and this is what really bugs me, at no point do they ever say, right, okay, so like, you're putting all this money and effort into dealing with this issue that's not really a massive issue, but you know, it is an issue. What are you going to do about people's energy bills. What are you going to do about the cost of living? Because the cost of living is still crippling people. I know we're not talking about it anymore because as I said would happen months ago, we've just got used to it. Like we've just accepted that this is the new norm, that we spend more on our gas electricity than we do on our mortgages. Yeah. But 
Why is nobody saying to the politicians, what are you going to do about it? They don't even say to Keir Starmer, what are you going to do if Labour get in next year? How are you going to get people's bills back down? Nobody's talking about it. And it's just quietly, and obviously, this stuff about the, the small boats and about Rwanda and about refugees, it's a lovely smokescreen for the government because they know it gets the gammony type of people plucked. And yeah. I was, people, we, we... people like you and I will then try and defend the refugees. And, and you're right, it is terrible that they're having to come across in small boats. And there are things they could be doing that are much better. But this is the thing, like, you know, Rishi Sunak went over there, they did a big deal with the French, but they didn't really talk about the fact that the UK government's going to have to spend a lot of money to enforce this. Yeah. This is costing, like, the, the, the whole thing about, like, setting up centres in France. We're going to have to pay for that. French aren't paying for it, or they will a bit, but like in the main, it's going to be the UK government that pays for it at UK tax. So all that money gets spent on that, and yet we're still going to be paying four hundred pounds for our gas and electricity. It's just this is why I've given up on the news because, in terms of my life, I just my food bill is still like the food prices haven't come back down. My gas and electricity hasn't come down. I'm not going to get that sixty odd pounds a month. My council mm-hmm. tax has gone up a wee bit, so I am now poorer than I was two months ago. And yet, all they're talking about in the news now is because it's not the cost of living crisis. It's just like it's life. Life is just expensive now. When it was yeah. new, it was the cost of living crisis. It's, it's just life. We all have to pay three or four hundred pounds for a gas electricity. Just, just the way it is. They have to shut down or not have the heat on. That's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. And, and and I think that is the thing is the new normal. And I think until there is a basically we're in this lull and it suits everybody this lull in a sense mm. is that uh, because what we're in is it, we're in the strange world of news cycles not life like this is i mean i've taken i've taken the bbc news app off my phone i've taken twitter off my phone i have no notifications of anything uh, until i try not to listen i never watch the news on television uh, only if i'm happening to listen to the radio and there's a news bulletin. That's the only way I found out any news between my breakfast each morning because I decided that I was going to... I was sort of thinking about stuff that you said like the last times we podded and when we've spoken. And uh, I was like, do you know what? I'm going to do the same. And I kind of even, I've gone even more sort of cold turkey in the sense that I'm just going to be like, do you know what? 30, 40, 50 years ago... I'm not saying the world was better then because it wasn't. But 30, 40, 50 years ago, people would read the newspaper over breakfast and then they wouldn't necessarily find out any further news until the following day when again they would read the newspaper over breakfast and they'd find out about what had happened the thing that so frustrates me um, about the the media at the moment or the news media at the moment not the whole media the news media at the moment is 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 i would say 60 to 70 percent of the news is about what will happen, what could happen, what might happen, what's going to happen on Tuesday, what's going to happen on Thursday. If you think of all the American stuff oh God, yeah, about Trump being indicted, yeah. nothing happens until Tuesday. Nothing actually happens until Tuesday, yet we've had two weeks of coverage. what's going to happen Blanking on coverage. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. And this it's kind of... did it. This did not used to happen. No. It, it, they, didn't used... the six they didn't have the six o'clock news and they would go to John Cole and talk about what might happen. No, it's about what did happen. It was only only when you know there was like like when Thatcher was like when 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 Thatcher was her leadership came under challenge, they would speculate about who would run against her and what might happen. Yeah, it does feel like we're constantly. We were before Boris Johnson appeared in front of that select committee. There was weeks about speculation about what he was going to say and how he was going to act, and 
Yeah. We're constantly, and, and we, we saw it in COVID and we see it now, we are constantly, the news is something that the government has briefed about what might happen or what is going to happen weeks in the future. Most and, of the stuff they talk about hasn't happened yet. It's stuff that might happen. Yeah, and the whole Rwanda thing, like the, the Rwanda policy is a year old. Mm. Oh, virtually it's a year <laughs> I know, old. I know, I know. Uh, I remember I was, because I'd been to visit my sister and I was driving back from my sister last Easter and that's when the Rwanda policy was being discussed. Oh, and that was oh, that's such a, such a rubbish version of the Chris Rea song, <laughs> driving home from Easter. <laughs> and it's you listening to the radio about the Rwanda but, stuff. But driving like... home for Easter. <laughs> so Ellen Braverman's going to send them to... Well, it was Pretty Patel at that time. Oh, of course it was, back in the day when it was Pretty Patel. Um, uh, but, but, like, it was... But but we're still waiting. Yeah, we're still waiting. It's so weird. Um. So yeah. So that, that was how long ago was that? Then? When did Stella Bravman have the dream? Was that the, the was that that <laughs> brief spell of Liz Truss? Yeah, that she was, was in September. I was at the conference. Yeah, she had the dream of seeing that first plane taking off with at least one refugee on it going to Rwanda. What a dream! Yeah. Uh, not the, not a dream that like the the country that you are part of the government of uh, comes out of. A, I mean, I know they're saying. Well, I mean, that was the other big thing that's happened since we last spoke. There's all this news that like we're not in a recession. It's like I don't care. Like it doesn't really God. affect me being in a recession. All I know is that I feel poorer than I did a year ago. Yeah. I don't care that we're not in a recession. That doesn't mean anything to me because I'm not a stockbroker. I don't work on. No. I don't care. I don't care no. about recessions. It doesn't make any difference to me. My fuel bill is up. My food bill is up. I don't really care. I don't care. I, I just want I... that to go back to normal. I mean, I don't want to suddenly not have to pay for things. But I just like to go back two years and pay. Like, you know, 70 or 80 pounds for my gas electricity every month, like I used to do. Instead of being <laughs> yeah. like, honestly, in the height of winter, we got to about 410 pounds one month. And I live in a flat. Don't expect yeah. to be spending 400 odd pounds a month just for my gas electricity. It's absolutely crazy. It really is. Anyway, so, so yeah, that's, baffling. That's, that, and that, this anger is why I and you have all also obviously decided just to not do with the news anymore. There's no, no point. It, it's, it's very much, very much so. And, and, and you know, I'm, it's almost reached the point because the other thing I realised why I started doing it was I pay um, £13 a fortnight for the Guardian um, iPad version, and um, which I love. And I've been doing it since for almost 10 years now. And the price hasn't really changed that much over that amount of time. Mm. But what I was finding was I was I would read the football and I would read the stuff about the television and the music because I'd be, yeah. I was... I was completely sick of the news by the yeah. time it got to the morning. Well, I'm the same. I, I would go, or I'd go to Lena Hyde if that was in it. And that would be, that would be me. Sports, yeah. bit of funniness, any kind of culture stuff, and then that would be me. I couldn't read the first like half of the no. paper because it was just stuff about the Tories and the environment and all the rubbish stuff that's happening in the world just now. <laughs> and I'd been reading about it all the day before on BBC News or on Twitter yeah, or same whatever, stuff. seen it on YouTube or whatever, and so I was like, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. But, um, so yeah, so 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 that's that. But it's, it's good. And I used to, and I used angry. Why? Because I work from home. So I spend a lot of time during the day at home before I start my work. Mm. We would sit with the BBC News or Sky News channel on, just on a cycle, yeah. again and again. And it's like... I don't know how you did that. so much better. I mean, like, you could read, you could just listen to stuff, listen to music, uh, just sleep, do anything that's more productive yeah. and better for your health than watching the news again and again and again. I know. So no, no, so, I'm done. So, uh, so in that spirit, let's. Uh, there's lots that we could talk about, but let's talk about um, television then. Let's talk about television, the the other side of television, not the news side. 
Has there any television that you've been watching that's oh, made you feel better no about good, life? There's no good television. I just know nothing to really talk about. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've, it feels like we've suddenly hit peak telly again this last few weeks. Mm. Some of the stuff that you and I both love have come back. Yes. And it's made life better. Just being amongst some characters, you know, are lovely that you want to spend time with, and there's some characters who are not lovely you still enjoy spending time with. Um, I mean, I don't know how about you, but I'm already waiting for news of a spin-off called The Disgusting Brothers, because if we don't get that, <laughs> I, I'm going to be absolutely... If we don't get a Disgusting Brothers spin-off show on Sky Atlantic in the next couple of years, I'll be very sad. Perhaps you might need to explain that to, to listeners. Well, that's a reference to the American uh, drama Succession, which has just come back for its full season last week. And there are two characters... Not even, like... I mean, if people who think of Succession will think of Brian Cox... Mm-hmm. And they'll think of like Ian Culkin and uh, like it's the, the sibling. Basically, you think of Brian Cox and the siblings, but yes. I, I'm obsessed with like Tom and cousin Greg, They're my <laughs> two favorite characters on television. Um, I don't know if you gave them their own show, it would be annoying, but like every single scene with the two of them is just amazing. Oh, it's it's wonderful. Because I hadn't, I'd forgotten it started, and you texted me to see if I'd watched it, and you said there's like a great moment with cousin I mean there's not it's not just one moment like basically all of cousin Greg's storyline in that first episode is hilarious. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's <brilliant>. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it is too rude to really talk about on our podcast, but yes. like, yeah, amazing. But the, the the specific scene and, and, and listeners, I mean if you haven't watched any succession yet, then you know I mean I know but, we're talking about a cost of living crisis and stuff, but actually cancel your Netflix subscription for a couple of months. There's nothing particularly good on it at the moment or new anyway and then get get now tv um so that you can watch um succession binge watch seasons one to three and then dive in 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 season four because it's just amazing but the scene the specific scene that i was talking about for those who people who have seen it um is um there's a scene where basically um cousin greg who's kind of like the misfit of the family a little bit he's kind of on the outside um, he's brought a date to a party that he shouldn't have and stuff goes on and basically one of the security team has to tell the girlfriend to leave and um, <laughs> and he's, Cousin Greg is going downstairs with the security guard and then chickens out of actually yeah. telling her to leave and it's one of the funniest scenes that you've ever seen because <laughs> he's so rubbish yeah. and so so cowardly, which is exactly what Tom is as well. The two disgusting brothers, Tom and Greg, they're both so cowardly and weaselly, but also at the same time, they kind of have more integrity. I know I've just said they're they're cowardly and weaselly, listener, but they actually have more integrity than pretty much anybody else in the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they have more integrity than the Roy. Siblings. Apart from Roman, oh, that's the weird thing is Roman is kind of you know throughout it Roman is seen as the kind of like the sleazy one, the depraved one, the kind mm-hmm. of like horrible sweary doesn't give a toss about anyone one. But as they've sort of broken free from their dad's clutches, he certainly seems to be the most the one with the. the I mean, I'm not saying he's got a great moral compass, but he does seem to have like the probably the stronger moral compass of the three siblings. But, sorry, I always forget there's four siblings. Can't, can we forget uh, Cameron from Ferris Bueller, who's going to be president, and this will be clinging on just one percent. <laughs> so he'll be in the conversation. Oh, um... Yeah, that's right. Roman, Roman. I would say Roman does have like a bit of sort of morals and scruples about him, even if they're a wee bit warped and twisted. Yeah, yeah, he has he has a code, and I think that's the other thing about Brian Cox's character, Logan, is he has a code. 
Like, don't get me wrong, he's he's utterly unscrupulous, but he's got a code that he lives by. Yeah. And I think that that's what, that's what the two other siblings, Kendall and Shiv, don't have. They don't have yeah. a code. They just go wherever the wind takes them. And I think what's, what's interesting, and, and Succession is such an interesting program because of the journey the characters go on. And you hate them, but at the same time, you love them as well, is that Shiv starts season one mm. with a clear code. Yeah. Oh, definitely and... more. I think, well, she's going to turn out to be the good one that breaks free and mm. she'll take over a different company and she'll be the good. Or, or or she'll take over the family company and she'll take it in a good direction, but she doesn't. That doesn't happen at all. No, no, it's... she goes very much. Yeah, yeah. The so... point where you don't you don't know what she wants. She doesn't know much no. wise in her marriage as well with Tom. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why did she even marry him? Out to be a horrible person, but like, yeah. yeah. But you still love her and you still want to watch what she does. Yeah. And, yeah. and what's brilliant, I think, at the moment is if as we're talking about what television we love, is that. You've got this program, which is Succession, which is incredibly successful and, and, and incredibly good, but also you're kind of watching it almost in it, as much as you're enjoying it, you kind of feel awful about yourself yeah. for, for enjoying those people. And so that's on a Monday or Tuesday, whenever you watch it. But then it gets to Wednesday. And then all of a sudden, you're just bathed in sunshine. Oh, you've got a warm blanket. Vitamins, over you. and you know, you just you just feel like the world is actually maybe a decent place. Uh, Ted Lasso, what, what happens on Wednesday? <laughs> Ted Lasso comes out on Apple TV Plus on a Wednesday. <laughs> and again, and again, we're talking about a cost of living crisis. Decide you're not going to order anything from Amazon for two months and cancel your Prime well, subscription. I, I will do a, a public service for, for some people that might be able to take, if anyone's listening to this, could take advantage. I have a Barclay card, credit card. Mm-hmm. And when I went on my Barclay banking app and I went to my card, but they sometimes do special offers. And they're, they're still doing this just now, I think, until the end of this month, until the end of April. You can get all the Apple apps for free for at least four or five months. If you haven't used them before, you get them for six. I've obviously wow. used Apple TV. So I currently have Apple TV, Apple Music, Apple Fitness, Apple News Plus, all of them till the summer. And I haven't paid a penny for them. Wow. Um, so if you're if you're wanting to watch Ted Lasso or any other Apple TV Plus stuff just now, uh, that, that if you've got a Barclay card, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's free to have a Barclay card, obviously. I don't really use mine. But um, yeah. But even if you don't, you're right. Cancel whatever you're going to buy from Amazon and just get, um, you know, get Apple TV for a couple of months. Yeah, it's like five or six pounds worth it. And again, it's worth it because it, do you know in these times when when I think the vast majority of the you know in my in my work I'm going to take a slight detour here, but in my work, uh, one of the things they're always talking to us about the big bosses is about um, how resilient we've all been, not realizing that the levels of sickness actually yeah. since mid 2022 have skyrocketed because people got all the way through COVID in the hope that there were better days following. And they were like, we just need to keep going. We just need to keep going. And then life's going to be a bit better. And and and, and as, as we described in the first 10 minutes of this, life hasn't got better. It's, it's got, it's got, it's just as hard, if not harder. And trying to find things that will improve your mental health. Like, like you say, turn off the news, read more. But Ted Lasso is actually such a positive um, in every sense of the word, a positive television show in the sense that it's funny, but it's also dealing with everyday issues. Men's mental health is a yeah, massive yeah, yeah. one, um, you know, and, and and actually you feel so much better for watching it. Yeah. 
it's yeah. Well, I've such, watched. I mean, it, there's been what three, four episodes now. I mean, I've watched each episode at least twice. Yeah. Just because it's like, like you said, it's like getting into a warm bath. It is. When it started back a couple of weeks ago, it was just like, oh, I love these guys. Yeah. And, and I, what they've done is they've actually made like characters that you didn't like. Jamie was a sort of not very likable character. Now you like Jamie. Oh, massively so. Yeah. I mean, like Jamie and Roy Kent together are like they look like they're going to be like buddies soon. Yes. I think sooner than later. Um, which I just I love. And I, I messaged you the first week. I said there's a good '90s reference that you'll like because there is like cause that's what that's what I like about Ted. It's obviously Jason Sudeikis does this, but like there's always stupid little pop cultural references to things from our childhood. Yes. that kind of like time when we were here because Jason Sudeikis is in his 40s he's the same age as us yeah and it was when he walked into the change room he said what's the frequency Roy Kent I was like oh. <laughs> I laugh I've, I've watched that I think three times every time it makes me laugh because it's just I mean it's an R.E.M. song it's just stupid pointless yeah. reference but I just like those things yeah like, what's, the, what's the frequency Roy Kent it's brilliant it doesn't make any sense no it's it's yeah. it's full it's... of stupid wee things like that that I just love it is. It's that, and that's the beauty of it. It's full of those stupid wee things, so you're always smiling and you're always laughing. But it's also utterly heartwarming as well yeah. in the way that the characters grow and learn and and, and change and, and, and struggle. To be honest, that's the other thing, is the characters struggle. It's not like a sitcom in your yeah. sort of Friends, How I Met Your Mother type no. uh, vein, whereby it's each week a new story and you know the, the characters never have to grow or adapt or anything like that. It's it's a show with a with a ten ten episode arc each season and um, and the characters change and adapt like as as the season goes on and it's just it's just wonderful. One of the other things I would say as well is if you're gonna go to the trouble of getting yourself an Apple TV Plus subscription, then um, as I got one for Ted Lasso, I also have watched um, both seasons that are currently available of Slow Horses. Yeah, I see. My brother also keeps telling me to watch. Oh. I don't know why I haven't because I love Gary Oldman. It's, it, looks, like, it looks really good. I don't know why I haven't bothered to watch it. It's it's utterly brilliant, and the best thing about it is, and this is what my this is my bar now for deciding whether I like television programs or not, is that Gary Oldman's character. Um, you've got Kristen Scott Thomas. You've got Jack Loudon, who's a really good uh, actor as well. Is you just love their company. You just love their company. You just love being in there. You know, it doesn't really matter what they're doing. In some ways, you kind of don't want the spy story to be going on that much because you just want to hang out with them. Yeah. That's that's the mark of a good television program for me these days. Okay. So yeah, watch that. Those three recommendations then: Succession, yeah. Ted Lasso, and Slow Horses. And yeah. Use, use your time to to sort of yeah, like I think we said this on pretty much every podcast <laughs> now for the last about six months. Use your time rather than watching the news, rather than depressing ourselves. You know, go outside in the sunshine watch something good when you come back in it's just it's much better because at the moment the world's not going to change for the better for a while so we've got to protect ourselves how we can <laughs> really but uh, but anyway we're going to leave you there listener because we, we decided we're going to keep it relatively snappy and i think we've done about 20 minutes or so yeah, so yeah. we're going to leave you to, to your sundays and your mondays and your tuesdays whenever you listen to this and um yeah just good luck with life yeah have a good one Bye. Bye.